Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined today by a DJ promoter um, who has a number of residencies in clubs around uh, Milwaukee. Um, he owns a company uh, called Event Spark, and I'm going to talk to him today about what he does and why he does it. So, uh, Brian, a.k.a. BG Good, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, my friend. You're uh, most welcome. How are you? How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. It's been a couple, um, what, years? Yeah. Since we did our first one together. So, I'm, mm. uh, yeah, a lot of things have changed, but things are good. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. I don't know. I mean, I've seen you, like, in passing here and there. Uh, I was going to say maybe at a Jewish event here and there, but I don't know. Do you, do you go to the Jewish events at all these days? I uh, when I can, I, I um, pop in. You know, I do a lot of work with a lot of the Jewish orgs in the city as well. Sure. So it kind of keeps me relevant and in tune with what's going on in that community. So Yeah. Shout out to Nicole. Shout out to my twin sister, the GOAT. Um, she pretty much runs the Jewish community out here mm. in Milwaukee. So she's killing it. All sorts of events and fun stuff that she's providing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Gotta love Nika. Since it has been a couple of years since we, we chatted and... That was back when I think you were still kind of getting getting your um, name out there in the in the club scene, um, and you've come. It seems like you've come a really long way from there. So excited to bring it back full circle. Absolutely, me too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So Brian, what we talk about, a Mister Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity, and so um, it's funny because when we first became acquainted in college. Um, you were a rapper, you were doing the music, uh, making music. And I remember you did like a show at the UWM Fireside Lounge. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember my <laughs> rapper days. Yeah. Absolutely. Was it Pillow Talk? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love, can't believe you remembered that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember that. Cause you were like one of the first like people I knew, like in like a friend, like, in like a friend circle who like was doing like the music, like do, doing like the local artist shit. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I was, yeah. One of, of the few that really just wanted to do something in with it or whether it be music, entertainment events, mm -hmm. that whole ecosystem and world has always been where my heart was at. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, that was me, rapper BG. You you found uh, different outlets to to be a creative, which is dope. And it also doesn't mean that like, you know, that didn't mean something at the time because it obviously did. And it also it means doesn't mean you can't do, still do that if you wanted to. Um, do you still make music at all? Um, I don't, but I'm actually on a new um, journey in my career, which we can touch on a little bit later sure. on today. Um, where I am jumping into a different um, area of music production. Mm. And I actually will be having some original music come out, not as a rapper, but as a producer this time. Oh, that's exciting. Dope, so, dude. So, yeah, we can jump into that later. Right but, yep, that's kind of my next big thing here coming out. Well, congratulations. Uh, that's Appreciate exciting. It. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, but first, let's pick it back up from a few years ago. Um, so well, this was 2019, um, you were, um, 
still breaking into uh, the clubs and uh, DJing around the scene. Remind me where it kind of really all started, where you like really started kind of taking DJing seriously. So basically, um, it's kind of a, it was kind of like a classic come up story. So you know the house parties, mm-hmm. you know the whole nine lugging around the super heavy PV like 150 pound speakers every up to all these basements mm-hmm. every weekend. So yeah, it started off basically with house parties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I knew that. Um, I, I at first I just wanted to do it because I loved putting on. A show and mm-hmm. putting on events and parties and you know entertaining the campus yeah. whatever yeah uh, but the, yeah one thing led to another I it's an east side life yeah right um but shout out to the home wrecker him and i we we started mm-hmm. that it's my buddy austin oh, yeah. and, um and uh yeah i mean we started doing every house party on campus one thing yeah. led to another we started tapping into a couple different bars downtown you know knocking on doors and um just hustling super hard basically and then like fast forward then you know now we've been able to or i've been able to i should say austin's also grinding super hard right mm, now. for sure <laughs> but yeah. me personally i've been able to um play at the majority of the um large high volume venues in the downtown right on area dude that's fucking awesome um yeah yeah shout out to austin i still see him um doing the thing out here and i still see him yeah, like having a ton of fun, uh, being a home wrecker. Shout out home wreckers. Yep, and th- yeah, that just brings a whole blast from the past. The home wreckers. Um, that was such a long time ago. Yeah, whenever I put a number on it, like I'm like, holy shit! Like I've been DJing for like I've been DJing essentially full time as for a career for mm-hmm. like five years. Yeah, which is actually crazy for me to think about, but it's like it's 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 dope. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's cool. I. To be able to say that, you know, yeah. I love it. A lot of the foundation was from those house party days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, same though. The college same. kids and, you know, and even today, that's a big market for me. And a lot of the parties I throw downtown and a lot of the events I throw downtown are, um, are like our demographic is like the college kids still, mm-hmm. you know, and we're throwing some of the biggest parties in the city right now for the college kids. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I love playing for for college kids and I love, you know, getting them going. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Cause they're all they're all still figuring themselves out, you know, and it's a good way for them to unwind, to to to, to party and to to have a good time with their friends. Cause everyone fucking needs that right now, but especially you know people who are at a really crucial time in their lives mm-hmm. about figuring out what the hell they want to do. They gotta. It's good for them to get out and get a feel for the nightlife. Yeah, for sure. So, do you want to give some background about the name BG Good? Because um, you were going that as a rapper back in the day yeah um dude there's no background really i honestly just like was i think i was like sitting at the lunch table one day Mm -hmm. like in like super early life like yeah late high school maybe college and i'm like you know what i just want to do it and i'm gonna send it and it's gonna be bg good and and it's just been so many years and it ended up sticking and it's kind of what i ran with i invested a bunch of money into the brand already so i can't back out now true and i love that name and that's just what stuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you ever think you're gonna upgrade to bg great Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe going into like 2023 might be the rebrand. It might be the uh, ascension of the BG Grape brand. Yeah. And then so, you'll be the first to know. Hell, years after that, you'll be like 
BG God. <laughs> yes. And then like drop an O. And then like a like three decades later it'll be BG bad. <laughs> BG grandpa. Yeah. We'll see what happens, right? <laughs> exactly. Um no it's that's stuff. I mean, hey, it's 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 a name that's catchy as hell, BG good. I appreciate and you, it, man. Yeah, of course. Um What was your first club gig? Um Whew. Um, I think my first club gig was a club downtown by the name of Dicks, um, oh, and yeah. I was that was my first club gig. Yep, and uh, it was dope. I mean, I had a, a DJ, um, a DJ buddy, I guess. Okay. I can't find the right word for it. Whatever. Sure. Uh, I had a DJ buddy who basically was putting me on to like these small little gigs downtown. You know, he'll tap me into a couple new venues here and there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day he's like, you want to like, you know, throw a little set with me at this club called Dick's. So that was my first club gig. Sure. And I was, I was real excited, but I was like really nervous. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first time playing like a big club setup. I've, uh, you know, so, you know, but I just had to rip off the bandaid and do it. Yeah. And did it, uh, how'd it go in retrospect? It went well. It went well, you know, I was always, I've always just been like, um, hungry, hungry for it. You know, I, yeah. I, especially, especially like in my early days, I, I just really knew, um, I wanted to be like a nightclub rock star mm-hmm. and I wanted to throw the coolest parties in the city yeah. and, you know, do it right. And so it was kind of, just kind of felt like ripping off the bandaid. And after that, I was kind of like, all right, what's next? Yeah, true. That, yeah. Well, that's a good yeah. mindset to have. Um, cause it just constantly keeps you like outdoing yourself. You know, yeah, yeah. You you you've made it uh, behind the decks uh, at this point um, at places such as what R R W B uh, Lucid, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, well, basically, I've played at every downtown venue, almost every downtown venue mm. uh, in the market in the city of Milwaukee. Um, I've, I've obviously been able to tap into new cities. I did, I've done a handful of traveling gigs here and there, and that's something I'm looking to aggressively expand on going into the new year as well. But yeah. And then, um, obviously, yes. So, uh, RWB is my, uh, residency party. So I have a couple of new residencies that, um, I started this year that we're going to be, um, continuing on expanding and moving into 2023, which I'm super excited about RWB being one of them, Mm -hmm. um, lucid as well. Um, and I just started a brand new industry night residency this year as well at the Sophie. The Sophie, right on. Hell yeah. Um, don't think I've been there actually, but I've heard it's a cool spot. Yeah, it's a new venue. Um, and we throw a super dope Monday night like industry party just for all the industry family in Milwaukee that, um, you know, doesn't have a chance to have fun and go out on the weekends because they're all working. True that. So that's basically what um, it's all about. Damn. That's right. Hey, we need that. I work second shift, so I can't even go out most nights. Yeah. <laughs> but for those of you who can, go have fun. Yep, yep. Kind of how do you mentally prepare yourself before a gig? Like, describe the process. Okay, so um, before a gig, I... Look, it's all about reading the room. I mean, it's kind of like any DJ will tell you basically the same thing. My personal process for prepping for a week of gigs, Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of how I look at it. I don't necessarily look at it like my prepping for one gig. It's prepping for a week of gigs. Nice. Um, So what I'll do is I usually sit down, you know, my let's say my gig week starts on a Thursday. And, you know, I play the whole weekend and, you know, whatever. So... 
um, my whole thing is I, I always try to download um, at least you know 20 to 30 or more songs per week I, I want to study what's trending um, you know I'll jump on TikTok I'll see what people are listening to I'll jump into all the different genres mm-hmm. um, and yes so step one is to get the music for the week because sure. um, a getting new music keeps me interested and entertained because sometimes DJs as a DJ if you're playing the same set well basically the same music every night it's just it you lose you start losing your mind it starts getting a boring and mm-hmm. you don't ever want to get into you don't ever want to get complacent with your music sure yeah at least yeah. for me that's my advice to i guess new up-and-coming djs yeah that's i mean that's a really good point though because people's attention spans are very uh Dude, spotty these bro, days the way that i look at music and playing live during a set is aside from the basics the basics are read the room, you know, have good song selection, um, you know, know the venue, know the space, listen to your managers and owners and follow your brand. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the basics. Basically like know yourself and know how to play for a specific room. Mm -hmm. Um, but deeper than that, like, dude, like the shit I've been thinking about lately is like people scroll through their phones. Mm hmm. All they all all these people do, well, a lot of people when they're bored, what do you do? You scroll through your TikTok, yeah. you scroll through your Instagram feed, and yeah. you mentioned attention spans. Yeah, the attention spans these days are short. The you know, these tick these little video clips, these like reels, they're like five to ten seconds long yeah. and you move on to the next totally unrelated um video, reel, topic, story, whatever you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta think of your DJ sets the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be playing one thing. You got to keep everybody engaged. You got a room full of 500,000 people. You know, this group is going to love what you're playing, but the other side of the room is going to hate it. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just so many different kinds of people to please. So sometimes, especially during a peak hour, that's what I like to do. I like to treat my DJ sets like I'm scrolling through TikTok or yeah. scrolling through Instagram. Slam them in, hit them with a bunch of different genres, move from uh, one speed to another and just keep keep it going, keep it flowing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah, where it becomes sort of like a stream of conscious uh, selection. Basically, yeah. You want it to be like, you want it to be, you want them to have all sorts of emotions when you're, you know, you're jamming out. Mm-hmm. You want the room to like feel nostalgic, excited. Yeah. You want them to feel hype. You want them to chill out and just put their arms around their best friends and sure. swing. That whole wave of emotions throughout your set is like them scrolling through TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, this is like a food video. This is like some live <laughs> DJ set. Like you, you feel different ways when you look at different videos on TikTok. And yeah. It's kind of like... The same way when you're listening to a live DJ set. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's interest. That's an interesting like uh, lens to 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 look at it. Like, yeah, for sure. That kind of challenges you to not just do too much of one thing. It 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 forces you to really keep in tune with like, you know, hey, not everyone came here to just hear just hear house music or, or just, just hear rap or just hear right, pop or right. You know what like, I mean? hey, you're you're playing some hyper pop tonight. You're playing some deep house. You might be playing some some rock music from the two thousands. Pop punk. Yeah, like right. All that. Yeah. You, know? you might even throw throw some seventies uh, funk in there uh, at some point. You know. I don't care. Yeah. It's it, it's all about reading the room. You know what I mean. And also, if if you don't own what you're playing as a DJ then you're not going to sell the crowd on it. Right, like yeah. If you're cringing at a song, don't play a song. Mm-hmm. But the key is, like, 
own your music. Like yeah. so many DJs are afraid to play songs. Here, okay, perfect story for you, and then we'll move on. I'm sorry. I'm Go right, ahead. But I'm Go passionate ahead. about like this whole how to be like play an open format set and keep rooms going. Whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like for the longest time, I was like freaked out. I never, ever, ever wanted to play "Party in the USA" by Miley Cyrus. I just like never wanted to do it. Like starting in my career, like all my friends would give me shit. We'd all go out. We'd be like, "Oh man, I can't believe they're hearing." you know, I can't believe this DJ is playing Party in the USA. <laughs> and I'm like, so this whole time, like, tapping into the DJ scene and, like, going out with my friends, I'm like, holy shit, like, I can never play this song ever. My friends will disown me. I can't do this. Like, <laughs> the crowd's going to hate it. I can't. I won't be able to sleep at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and as time goes on, you know, I'd be going out or gigging more, and I still wouldn't play it. Um, but I would go to other, like, I would go out and I'd see other DJs play it. And I would be like, my friends would still be with me hating on it, but I'd look around and I'd be like, wait a minute. You guys are the only ones talking shit. Yeah, yeah. Miley's a freaking millionaire for right. a reason. Yeah, this I song mean, is like a diamond song. I mean, literally, and I'm looking around and it's like, nothing I see is but, but just hands and people jumping. I'm like, damn, why really have I not been playing this song? Right. And I remember the first night I played it, it was a hit. People nice, were jumping. Yeah. People were going crazy. And guess mm -hmm. who was there in the crowd? Who? My friends that were hating on it. Oh, and guess that's what they were doing? Jumping and going Fuck crazy yeah. because I that's was good. playing it and I'm their homie and they support me. Yeah. And they coming out to show love and they don't care what I that's play. That's right. They better. So that kind of goes <laughs> to show that like own like what you're what you want to play. Own it. Own your yeah. brand. Believe in your brand. Be confident. And that'll take you a long way. Yeah. Because you just got to not give a shit what you play. That's period. A hundred percent. And if, if it doesn't work, if people aren't vibing and people are don't like it, cool. Now you know for next time, don't play it. Yeah. Or play it somewhere else. That's no. right. Yeah. Yeah. True that. Um, yeah, like a song that you might have cringed at when it first came out when you were like fourteen or fifteen or something. Be like like you know, the songs they play at your high school dance or whatever, and be like yeah. trying to be cool, be like, No, I'm this stuff sucks. I'm gonna go uh I'm going to go drink some soda and, and eat some hors d'oeuvres instead. Literally that mindset. I love that. Compared <laughs> to like freaking high school prom. Right. Those the songs that you felt you, you were too cool to enjoy. Um, and just go stand in the corner with your hands in your pockets with your friends. Those songs now are definitely okay to, to, to jump around and, mm -hmm. and feel feel that joy for and party in the usa is a really good example actually i've actually that song's growing on me over time um yeah Shout out all the pop stars that make these gems yeah miley's fire dude yeah own what you're playing you know it, because if if you're not confident in what you're playing then the crowd's gonna see that exactly and they're not gonna feel that like feel in the moment like you want them to so um no that's a great story thank you for sharing that yeah, brian sure. so yeah, so where uh, uh, so you mentioned where you are playing now, uh, RWB, Lucid, Sophie, what are your nights? Okay, so Mondays right now um, is an industry night, like I said. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole idea: industry party. Let the let the people who work all weekend party on a Monday. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, Thursday nights, I do. It's a huge freaking college party. Like we're sold out like every week, mm -hmm. um, and it's basically at rwb and it's just like a college shit show all night and it's the awesome. only time i ever went into RB, rwb was during the shamrock shuffle i okay. think 
or it might have been the 12 bars of Christmas. It was some bar crawl in like 2018. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in a long time, but yeah. Yeah, well, that that that's basically it. It's a college party to like the true bare bones of what a college party is oh, supposed to be. Oh. So shout out to all my college family, UWM, Marquette, right. MSOE, mm-hmm. MATC, mm-hmm. all the all the college. It's like Milwaukee's a college town, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Thursdays, and then Saturdays is my premier nightclub night. That's my that's that's what gives me my core of wanting to be a nightclub rock star. I get mm-hmm. to play at Lucid every single Saturday night, which is an absolute blessing. It's been a Dope. crazy, crazy journey with them all year. Um, I'm super stoked for some new announcements with Lucid coming up. We got some crazy things going, and that's going to be my New Year's Eve gig as well this year. So Ooh. playing ball drop for uh, New Year's Eve at Lucid this year. Fun stuff. That'll be awesome. Yes. Uh, good shit. Damn. Well, that sounds like a pretty popping week you got going on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good little rotation. And then Fridays, you know, I like to bounce around when I can. So I play different venues and that's how I do it. And obviously yeah. my goal, you know, going to 2023 is just traveling out and playing a bunch of new markets and, mm-hmm. you know, really, really expanding. Yeah, dude. Open um, off a bunch of new band-aids. There you go, yeah. I'm going to need to get a new pack of band-aids at the end of this <laughs> Yeah, year. you will, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few you can borrow in the meantime. Oh, perfect. But, I'm going to take some on the way home. Bet. So, Brian, you you own this company now, uh, Event Spark. Uh, you've had this going for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. and I'd love to hear all about it, starting with just sort of like how you, would, you conceptualized it. How did it all start? Yeah, so um, Event Spark is my DJ and production company that I run on the side, you know. So um, basically, it allows me to tap into not just clubs, even though clubs is where my heart is, and that's my bread and butter right now, and that's my main focus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, it allows me to not have a ceiling on myself. It allows me to branch out into new markets, mm-hmm. do some work with uh, local companies, like do nonprofit events. Um, mm-hmm. provide DJs to people who otherwise can't get DJs you know what I yeah, mean yeah. Um, you know but obviously it's your it's your standard production company so we do weddings private events um, corporate events I mean any kind of events that you need a DJ at we got you right on. Um, and yeah so it, it, it's it's been it's been great I, it started in 2018 with my with a partner um, he ended up moving to um, Colorado, shout out Simon. Oh yeah, Simon. Yeah, DJ uh, Simon says. Yep, that's my, that was my brother. We lived together mm-hmm. um, for many years, and then we ended up starting the production company together. And now he's killing it, working for um, owning a production company of his own in oh, well, Colorado yeah, for sure. Um, so shout out Simon. Dope. And uh, and yeah, so then I took Events Park on my own, and basically have been running that here. So my summers are pretty slammed. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, you know, I I'm usually sending out gear and sending out guys to do privates, and then I'm usually just rocking out a club somewhere. Mm, mm, yeah, and then moving into fall with wedding season. Oh, yeah, that, I bet that really... Uh, yep, yep, weddings are big. Um, yeah, basically all summer, yeah. it's just weddings and private events yeah. and stuff like that. And It's it's super cool to kind of just be able to like experience running a business, um, make, make some extra money on the side. Um, to be able to reinvest in your brand, and, yeah, you know, and yeah, dude, learn as you go. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Weddings can be ruthless. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, stressful. Yeah, but if the music is good, everyone has a good time. Absolutely. That's something that even the people working can appreciate if yeah. it's if it's good. You know, you got to take care of everybody with the music. So that's right. Book event spark if you're getting married. 
yeah true that. <laughs> yeah well that's a great actually uh uh good point uh if folks want to work with you uh what's the best way to get in touch um you can just reach out to my email you can go to the, our website or our social medias it's eventsparkprod.com and just throw in your inquiries and you can we can go from there nice good good shit it's dope that you've been sustaining that you know for for years now you know um how during you, man. yeah during during uh covid during quarantine like uh kind of how did you make things work or like i guess what did event spark look like at the time okay yeah so um the pandemic was a journey <laughs> right so, yeah, still is still yeah is. oh yeah for sure for sure um specifically the shutdowns um mm-hmm. so there was obviously what a nine month period there i think or a seven month period of mm-hmm. complete shutdowns yeah so yeah. um here in milwaukee at least i mean um we didn't have any gigs so um i actually started doing some web design oh cool. under event spark a little bit so um just ra- I just random little hustles. So I did mm-hmm. um, a couple of website clients. So I started building websites for some uh, uh, nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Sure. Because sure. um, I've always been good at that. So I'm like, why not? Nice. But also, we um, were able to find a restaurant gig. You know, yeah. something low key. Like, is like restaurants are you know opened up eventually. Mm-hmm. where people could come in at a limited capacity and enjoy yeah. their meals and whatever. They could just sit a certain distance apart. So, yeah, we were able to find that. So that was my Friday night at this restaurant over here. Right on. Um, so that's yeah. it. We would just um, lug our speakers in there, um, you know, continue grinding on the websites. Um, eventually, one club opened up a few months later um, under very, very strict, limited, um, you know, guidelines. Yeah. And, yeah, there was protocols. No restrictions, protocols, yeah. Um, so I finally, I got into there, so we were doing a weekly there, and mm-hmm. it, yeah, but there was definitely a period of time where we just couldn't do anything, and we just had to wait it out. Yeah. Um, and it just came down to being frugal, being um, uh, responsible with our um, investments, making necessary cuts that we had to make. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, it's just me and my buddy that was working for us, so we didn't need to, like, fire anybody yeah we basically right. just needed to cancel a couple subscriptions and wait it out fair enough yeah and uh that's it and then we waited it out and waited it out and we finally kind of jumped back into it yeah started closing some wedding deals for the following year which the down payments all came in mm-hmm. so you know down payments are in so that's a good thing that's money so it's kind of how we did it we just sustained uh, sustained right on through it dope dude it was a journey oh we yeah unforeseen adaptations but yeah exactly glad you made it through um, I imagine you have some stuff on the books uh, for for 2023 already. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, 2023, we got some. Uh, I got a fund announcement with my management team. We um, it's very early. This is actually the first time I will publicly announce anything about Ooh. it. But, but yeah, uh, there will be um, some BG originals coming out, which is Sick. super exciting. So. Um, Tap into that in the first quarter. You'll see that out sometime in spring. Um, that'll be on all platforms, which I'm super stoked about. Um, from there, we got some dope shows coming up in the summertime. Um, I will be uh, last summer. I was able to have a big debut at Summerfest, which is oh, kind of our big festival sick. out here. Yeah, yeah. So I got to you know play the direct opening support at Summerfest, which has been a dream of mine. It's awesome from the jump. 
so my first festival gig it was absolutely surreal so um keep an eye out you'll more than likely be seeing me back on the Summerfest stage this year um and fun. a couple other fun little regional tour announcements as well Brad. i might be back in cancun might be doing some other international gigs oh, wow. coming up as well so Shit. tap into the good brand yeah hey stay good you stay know. good yeah if you guys have any catch for you know if you got any catchphrases or anything like that to put on a shirt you know we're taking inquiries so stay good yeah um yeah, yeah we got new merch drops coming as well that's cool. also another thing and an official website coming out soon too so yeah actually well we we uh still got to touch on the the product producing uh the music that you're working on yeah i'd love to hear a bit kind of about what you've been doing and what you've been cooking up yeah so um without diving too deep into it because i don't want to um drop too much info on it yet but look out for some um sick producing it's going to be kind of a future bounce edm style mm. um just think like festival music so it's going to be cool um it's going to be kind of like pop future bounce influenced uh music so super super excited about uh dropping that well let breaking and entering know I definitely will. You know, we got you, we got you on coverage. Sick, yeah. And that goes for all producers out here in Milwaukee and Southeast Wisconsin. Um, you know, we we do cover uh, EDM and electronic and house music too, and dubstep. There's still dubstep being made around here. We've been covering it, so hit us up. Um, Brian, I appreciate you coming out here today uh, to do the show. Um, it's good to see you. Uh, yeah, um, in 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 good spirits. No pun intended. Uh, on our way out, I ask everyone the same two questions, Brian. First one: What keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? That's a tough one. Um, I think um, just being fulfilled mm -hmm. in all, not just career wise, but everything wise. Yeah. Um, I just want to feel fulfilled at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that kind yeah. of stuff keeps me up at night. Big time. On the other hand, what puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep is my amazing support system. Right on. My, my friends, but especially my, you know, family and my girlfriend and all the support I have for people around me. Um puts me to sleep at night it's good knowing that you got a little um support system behind yeah. you you know it always helps yeah in in, in <laughs> multiple ways <clears throat> yeah no true that um yeah i mean we got to be there for each other you know last few years have shown us how unpredictable and shitty a lot of things in life can be but we got each other at the end of the day so absolutely yeah thanks for being on the show absolutely Brian. man thanks you for bet. having me for everyone watching, I'll be tagging BG Good, uh, so you can go uh, keep up with his gigs over at Lucid, RWB, The Sophie. Um, stay tuned for uh, some BG Originals coming out uh, first quarter, uh, 2023. And also hit up EventSpark if you need some, uh, some entertainment for your private event, wedding, whatever it is you're doing. And uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We will see you next time.